0: We're 37, so that means we've passed that threshold of 35, which means that your beliefs and your mindset, they're already programmed. They're big. They're made up. <laughs> like, they're done. Welcome back to the Sister Seekers Podcast, and happy December. We are officially in the last month of the year. Last month of 2023. It's fucking crazy. I cannot believe it i still remember january 2023 like it was yesterday yeah. like i remember everything that that we were going through at that point i cannot believe it's been almost a year from then
1: it's amazing this year has been a wild ride there's been so many ups and downs and our final episode of this season we're going to do our year-end reviews with you guys we're so excited to share those. It's just share the prompts that we use and share our answers and it's it'll be so fun to get into.
0: I'm so excited for that one and oh, I love that we made a printable that goes with it too because yeah. I love to get I love to have actual paper and I like to get I mean, I have a whole ritual that I get ready for for this year in review. But yay, I'm so excited for that episode. But That'll be towards the end of the month, yeah. So, today, what are we what are we talking about today?
1: All right, guys, we're gonna dive into limiting beliefs, what they are, why they hold us back, and how to overcome them. Why did we decide to talk about this? (laughs) We (laughs) decided to talk about this one because they have been coming up a lot for Kelly and me. We Because neither one of us is employed currently, we've been and we just really have no idea what's next. We've been swimming in the unknown. And with that comes a lot of limiting beliefs about our skills and about what we're even capable of. And I know it's been coming up a lot for me, it's been coming up a lot for Cal. And we just thought, let's fucking talk about it because it's something that everyone struggles with
0: I think about this time as a snow globe so I used to collect snow globes growing up and you know when you have this snow globe and you shake it up and all what if it's like you know the the snow in it or whatever is in that snow globe it just it it's all around and then it all kind of like slowly settles and when life is busy and you your calendar's busy and you're working and you've got this event and that event and that's when all the snow is all over the place and everything just looks kind of crazy that's not where i am right now i'm we i guess we are both at that place where the snow globe has been sitting for a while and all the snow has settled down to the bottom And it's very clear and like silent and calm. And with that time, inevitably, you and I always, we're always contemplating something. We're always (laughs) very in our heads and thinking about what we're feeling, why we're feeling it and we like to go deep. And that's where you and I have been. Yeah. And it's a good I like reflecting, I like contemplating, but it does start to work against you a little bit if you get too far into it. And that for too long. For too long. Yeah. Absolutely. And this is kind of where those limiting beliefs have started to to really rear their ugly
1: heads. So let's start first, I guess. What is a limiting belief? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'll define it for you guys if you aren't even sure what we're talking about. So limiting beliefs are any self-deprecating thoughts that hold you back from growing as a person. So their verbal beliefs to body language, defense mechanisms. Some common limiting beliefs that you may have felt before are like, I'm not good enough, I'm never going to be successful, I don't have enough experience, I'm not smart enough, I'm not pretty enough, I'll never be a great leader, etc. etc. These are all limiting beliefs. So
0: earlier this week we met at the beautiful library over where you live mm-hmm. and you started telling me a little bit about just what you've been struggling with lately yeah what were what were your limiting beliefs that were coming up
1: i think that most of my limiting beliefs come back to two core ones which is not feeling enough so not feeling like i'm smart enough are capable enough. Those are the big ones. It's just, I'm not enough of whatever. And then the other one is worthiness. So I'm not worthy of what I want. And that one has been with me forever. I mean, both of them have been with me since I was a child, but the worthiness one comes up a lot. I'm not worthy of the dream home that I want. I'm not worthy of the money that I want. I'm not worthy of the success that I want. I'm not worthy of pretty much anything that I would like to have at some point in my life, <laughs> which if I these limiting beliefs are so interesting, because if I take a step back and I hear them from the point of view of like a friend, Mm-hmm Or even a sister. Or even a sister. I mean, like, when like,
0: when you, even hearing you say these things, I'm like, oh my god, that's such a, like, load of bullshit.
1: Right, but, yeah, it's like, when these limiting beliefs crop up, it's so clear that you're not seeing yourself clearly at all. You're seeing yourself behind this veil of untruth, I think, and... Yeah, those are the ones that have been coming up a lot. I also have a scarcity mindset that holds me back a lot in terms of money, too, mm-hmm. of just not feeling like I have enough or I can make enough or even, you know, I have an amount in my head that I would like to make monthly and just feeling like, oh, I'll never get there. Um, I'm not capable of that. Those are all limiting beliefs. Mm hmm. What about I, you? What are ones you struggle with? Very similar, very similar.
0: I struggle with lack and scarcity, which is in the same vein as enoughness. Yeah, like, and it's usually yeah, it's usually monetary, money related. Almost every time I have to make a purchase outside of like essentials, so like outside of your rent and your groceries and your your typical bills. It would be like, "Oh, I don't know if I have enough." It's like, "Do I do I have enough for this?" And yeah. so the the scarcity one, and especially with not having a job right now, not having that influx, the scarcity has come out to play.
1: Yeah. Really loudly. You think about it. You think about the purchases you make so much more than you would if you had a steady paycheck. Yeah. But this is
0: in scarcity. This has been rooted in us. This has been rooted in us for since childhood. Yeah. And usually limiting beliefs take root in your childhood. Mm -hmm. And so this is one. This has been a long, deep seated one. The other one that I have is the, I would say along the same vein of of worthiness, capabilities. I like. I'm worried that will will the skills that I've developed in the past twelve years have any sort of translation into anything else? Yeah. Am I good at anything else? And. To be honest with you, that belief, that fear is what has kept me in this, in the fitness industry for 12 years. Mm -hmm. It was, it's very fearful. This is what I know. What else could I, what else could I? could I potentially or possibly do?
1: I mean, that's what kept me in marketing for so long. And I didn't give a fuck about marketing from the second I started working in marketing. Yes. It was just, oh, I have this experience and, you know, I've worked this many marketing jobs. I might as well just get another marketing job because that's what I know, even though I don't like it and it's not what I wanted. Yeah. It was all fear based. Yes. So
0: that right there these limiting beliefs can rule your life they rule your life they keep you doing what you maybe don't like because you're like well this
1: is what i know they keep you comfortable and they keep you small absolutely and i think that is worth talking about a little bit because when i was researching limiting beliefs i think i texted this to you that limiting beliefs serve a purpose in the sense that it is your mind trying to keep you safe. So your mind is trying to keep you where you are and comfortable where you are because that is what's keeping you safe and surviving. So that's not it's not your mind wanting you to thrive. It's not your mind wanting you to like do something different and try something completely out of your comfort zone. To expand yourself, it's basically like no play, small, stay here. I can keep you safe here. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, I wanted to share because once we decided we wanted to chat about this topic, I remember
0: reading a book a few months ago by Dr. Joe Dispenza, and this is his book, "The How to Break the Habit of Being Yourself," I believe is the title, but. I took a picture of this excerpt because I thought it was so, so bananas. I couldn't believe it, but here it is. So, if 95% of who we are by age 35 is a set of involuntary programs, memorized behaviors, and habitual emotional reactions, it follows that 95% of our day, we are unconscious. We only appear to be awake. So a person may consciously want to be happy, healthy, or free, but the experience of hosting 20 years of suffering and the repeated cycling of those chemicals of pain and pity have subconsciously conditioned the body to be in a habitual state. We live by habit when we're no longer aware of what we're thinking, doing, or feeling. We become unconscious. So what? Yeah. We're 37. Yeah. So that means we've passed that threshold of 35, which means that your beliefs and your mindset, they're already programmed. They're baked. They're (laughs) made up, like they're done. Like they have you, we've made them, we've created them. We're living in them. Yeah. So no wonder... The limiting beliefs that we have in our mind, they're pre-programmed. They've been there for a long time. We've been telling
1: ourselves them for as long as we yes. as long as we've been living. Well, and I can pinpoint so many, and I talked about this in our first episode, like choosing, you know, my career stuff, my the jobs that I've taken and everything. It's like all of it was based in fear. Mm-hmm. Every single choice I have made. I shouldn't say every single choice, but I'd say most choices I've made in my life were fear-based. Yep. They were not made out of love. hmm They were not made out of expansiveness. They were made just solely out of fear. hmm And that is so sad. hmm But great news,
0: we're not at the end of our lives, hopefully not. Yeah. Which means that, we can turn it around.
1: And I am more aware of the limiting beliefs now than I ever have before. So I think that's a huge step in the right direction. Which brings us to. Yes. Okay. So
0: we're human. Yeah. We have limiting beliefs. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. This is not a a special situation of ours. This is, this is for everybody. How do we start to break that cycle? Mm-hmm. And we did a little bit of reading, a little bit of research on it. And it's something that, you know, we we know
1: to be true because we've been practicing it. Yeah. So what's the first thing? So the first thing is just identifying them. So whenever they come up, whenever, like, let's say you're going to apply for a job and you're reading through the job description and you feel like, oh, well, I don't have all 10 of these skills and qualities that they want i'm not enough for this position i just won't apply and you know catch yourself in those moments and just make note of it like that is simply it's a limiting belief Mm -hmm. and the next step well you sent me an article from harvard business review Mm -hmm. that was really good As well. And that one was more along, like, it wasn't just identifying. It was also kind of like around manifestation, visualizing, visualization. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the second step is just recognize that it's just a belief. So, like, is it even rooted in truth? Mm -hmm. And it's not, it's rooted in scarcity and fear. Mm -hmm. So that's the second step is just recognizing that. And It's founded on falsities, and it's just not a fact. Mm -hmm. So, if you
0: were to say you're looking, let's let's use your your example of I'm looking at a job description. Yeah, and and this this happened to me not too long ago. I was looking at a job description, and I was like, "Holy shit! This job is really this seems to be like a really big job. I have not done." most of these things yeah i do believe that the skills i've i've developed for the past 12 years will translate and can translate but i i was looking at it as i just don't i don't have these qualifications so the first thing i would need to do is first oh okay is this true yeah Do I not have these qualifications? Do I know this to be absolutely true? Mm -hmm. Because that right there starts to, it kind of stops you on that, on that spiral of, I don't have, I'm not enough, blah, 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 because it starts to ask you, no, 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 no." like, let's look at this from like a. A factual way, what right. are the skills you do have, right? What are the skills you don't have yet mm-hmm. that maybe you'd like to have or like to develop? But let's kind of pull ourselves out of the emotional part of it, mm-hmm. and now let's maybe look at it from a different point of view yeah so i I like that because you know what it does. it starts to give you a little bit more control on it, yeah. And boy, do I love control.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the and the third step is to challenge the belief. So that's kind of what you've been getting into is, like, question it by raising, like, asking yourself those questions. Like, is this belief really grounded in truth? Like, what are the supporting facts? Have I always thought that way? Like, where is this coming from? And just start to question it. And I think that kind of helps break it down a bit, too. Absolutely. The fourth step is recognize the potentially damaging consequences of believing this limiting belief. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like I already mentioned, like fear has driven most of my decisions in my life and the limiting beliefs have kind of ruled my life so far. I mean, the damaging consequences are I'm 37 and I have absolutely no idea what I want to do in my career. I have experience in a field that I don't care about and I don't want to be in. So I'm not saying that my skills won't translate in the future, but I'm saying the damaging part of it is I really don't know what I want to do because I've stayed in something for so long that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. So, Well, and then,
0: I mean, staying in something you don't like, you've kind of robbed yourself of taking time mm -hmm. to... Maybe explore something you do like, yeah, and maybe start to establish some skills that you could really develop and start to use in in a way that you're like, oh, I, this does light me up. I do like it, yeah. So it has kept you. It's kept you in this this marketing bubble that you're like, oh, I don't even want to be here anymore.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I mean, just taking a moment to look at how these beliefs are kind of damaging you or making you play small in life. And that will lead us to our fifth step, which is flipping that script and adopting a new belief.
0: Love it. That's my favorite part. Yes. How do you like to flip the script? What What sort of things help you do that?
1: I have like kind of a preset statements in my head kind of already mm-hmm. prepared mantras right yeah they're kind of like like when i have a limiting belief i kind of in my head i'm like cancel cancel Yep. <laughs> cancel the programming yep and i will say something that's completely opposite if i'm feeling like oh i don't have enough money or if i feel like i'm never gonna earn what i want to earn i just stop myself and i say i am abundant all the money I could ever want is coming to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just say that. Like, I have enough. I am enough. Everything that I could possibly need is headed my way. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, like, cancels that thought and puts something that's rooted in love and abundance into my head. And it. I feel it in my body how it changes the energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love you. Oh, I love a mantra, and you know what's so
0: crazy is being in the fitness realm. And I, I feel like anybody who has like competed, who's been a competitor, an athlete, mantras are everything. Yeah, like you can't have negative self talk in your head when you're competing, Mm -hmm. even if you're in like keep it small scale in your in a workout the second you start to doubt yourself in a workout, it's over. Yeah, It is game over. (laughs) And so like being in the fitness realm and being a coach, so being a coach for 12 years, I didn't realize it, but like I have been practicing positive affirmations and mantras to my clients for years. yeah. So like, and that When you practice it at like a a micro level like that, just simply in your workout or in your morning run or evening run, it translates Mm -hmm. and you start to work that, that muscle, like positivity muscle. And yeah, I remember like training for, you know, the marathon and it's just like, like, I had this mantra, this mantra of, oh gosh, just like smooth, like smooth and steady like easy does it like one step at a time and and just like you're just kind of repeating these things to yourself and you know all the things that I would repeat to my clients during their workouts and the things that I repeat in my mind in my workout like okay right just like one more rep mm-hmm. just focus right here like yeah. all you know it and it's really helpful but no I love a mantra and that is the first thing that I do so the when I recognize that I'm in I'm thinking of an, I'm in this old template. I'm in these old belief systems. I was just on a walk. Tom and I were walking to the gym the other day and I realized I was in this old template of we we don't have enough money, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like that's old. Reprogram. And I like as we were walking to the gym, just like every step, I was repeating, I was just repeating a mantra, you know, I am abundant. All of the wealth I desire is already on its way. Mm -hmm. I am abundant. All of the wealth I desire is already on its way. And I just like, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it while I'm out for a walk. And I'm just trying to flip that script. Mm -hmm. My, you know, if I think about, how are my skills ever going to translate? How am I going to find a new career or a new job? You know, the one thing I like to think about is my life is full of limitless opportunities and possibilities. That's one that I like to repeat a lot to myself I as love well. I that. So it,
1: it keeps you open. It opens yes. up your mind to, oh, you know. I just need to pay attention. Mhm. There are so many wonderful things headed my way and opportunities out there. Like I just have to pay attention. Mhm.
0: Absolutely. So a mantra is so big. I ooh, I choose faith over fear. Oh, I love that. I choose faith over fear. I choose faith over fear. I just keep saying it, mm-hmm. you know, like, because the second I realize I'm in that fear and it happens. I mean, this is it happens daily. Oh, God. Daily. <laughs> just like just like Dr. Joe, Dr. Joe Dispenza said in his book, like the, this is programming. This is 20 plus years of programming. Like it you're not going to combat it in a day. It is going to take years to get out of this programming and so (laughs) practicing these practicing these mantras reprogramming it recognizing it and and have your mantra ready to rock and flip it reframe it flip it around i mean this is i've been doing this for months and like i said it's like i'm i have these limiting beliefs every single Mm -hmm. day so i the one thing that i've also found helpful is Pick a few that really resonate with you. Yeah. Write them down and put them in a place that you see every day. So I have them right up on my bulletin board that's right in front of my laptop. Just have them ready to rock so you can pull from them really quickly. Yeah. Another thing that is so powerful and this is from this is from my like old exercise and sports psychology courses once again this is pulling from the athlete is visual, visualization and that has been really kind of life changing as well is visualizing yourself in that home mm mm-hmm that you that you want or going about your day in a way that lights you up or being in a job environment that is your ultimate is your ultimate environment that you want to be in and creating it in your mind and what's so amazing about visualizing Is And I remember being a young figure skater, and I remember my coach saying, sit down, close your eyes, and visualize yourself going through your routine flawlessly, landing every jump, every spin is beautiful, go through that routine in your mind. In the first person. So not like you're watching it as if you were watching a movie because that's third person, but do it in first person. You're there. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that lights up the same motor neurons in your brain as if you were actually doing that routine. Yep. That is how powerful that is. And they have done, and you can you can do all the research. You can look up. I mean, the studies they've done with visualizing is amazing. They've it done is. this with basketball players with free throws. They've had you know three groups. One is physically doing the free throw sh- the free throw shots. Mm-hmm. The otherwise, the other one is visualizing <clears throat> the free throws, and the other the other the third group is the control group. They're not doing a thing. Yeah and the ones that were physically doing the free throw shots like increased their free th- their free throw percentage by like 24% the ones that were visualizing it
1: not doing it just visualizing they increased their free throw percentage by 23% like do you guys know who's so good at this and it's fun to watch Is giannis antetokounmpo the bucks player oh yeah so before every single free throw he does he fucking like actually does it with his hands. You can tell he's visualizing the whole thing. He doesn't have a basketball in his hands when he does this, but he actually like acts it out as if he does and he you can tell visualizes the ball going in and he had such a hard time a yep. few seasons ago with free throws like wasn't making them. And now he's doing so much better. My husband would be able to give the exact stats on this. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so good at it and you can tell he visualizes it before every single free throw mm-hmm. it's amazing to watch it's so powerful and it's i remember when i was in school my sports
0: psych and exercise psych classes were my favorites because i could just geek out on this this visualization yeah. and how powerful your thoughts are yeah to your life mm-hmm. and your success and what's going to happen i mean just it's so it's so cool so that has also been really helpful to me in combating those limiting beliefs and reframing them yeah and changing the script yes yeah, reset the preset. Exactly is what our friend is what our friend Stephanie would say. <laughs> That's
1: exactly what it is, Re- yeah. Stephanie. Resetting the preset is what you're doing when exactly. you're <laughs> reframing your limiting beliefs. The very last action step for how to combat these limiting beliefs is putting it into practice. Mm-hmm. So taking action and implementing things that support your new belief.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, because you're now, you're giving yourself evidence. Yeah. That you can. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. This- so applying for the job you think you're. Yeah. Maybe not entirely and perfectly qualified for. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, another thing with abundance and the scarcity, I've read this so much, is like, pay for someone else's lunch, be in that abundance. Abundant mind.
1: I know, I love that. It's like, whenever you're feeling scarcity around money, like, be really generous. Mm -hmm. Because that is a way to kind of, like, flip that script. Mm -hmm. You know, give money to a charity you love, or buy someone else lunch or a coffee or be generous with your money. And that is a way to kind of completely switch that energy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yay. I love it. I, I just love, I love mindset stuff. Well, it's so powerful. It's, I mean, it's everything.
0: I could just talk about mindset for days. I, I love know. reading about it. I love research. It's just, it's so fun. I hope that As listeners, you guys also enjoyed our our
1: quick podcast about it as well. So yeah, let us know. We'd love to hear from you guys. And until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Sister Seekers podcast. We'd
0: love to hear from you. Contact us at sisterseekerspodcast at gmail.com. If you felt connected to this episode, make sure to click follow on our show page so you never miss a future episode please leave us a glowing review and share with your fellow
1: seekers until next time.